Hey, this is Mary Welk from Rise Hypnotic Meditation. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 350 with my awesome sauce friend, Mary Welp. She's the author of Rise Hypnotic Meditation. And I didn't really realize that how much we as human beings actually medit- are meditating or under hypnosis uh, during the day. Just the simple things that when we're just kind of locked in and dazed out, we're actually in a relaxed state uh, where so many good things can happen for us. And Mary's going to explain how we can use those times to our advantage and also how to get into those times so we learn to respond and not react to life. So as always, if you don't mind, please leaving us a thumbs up or like it or write us a review, five-star review, hopefully. Um, it really helps with our sponsors and affiliates. So without further ado, here is a coach, author of Rise Hypnotic Meditation, and my good friend, Mary Welp. Let's level up. Time to shine today, Podcast Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I am super interested, stoked, uh, not nervous, but, but I've never been, really been under like hypnotism or anything like that in my life. I'm not afraid to, but I, it's just a nervousness with it. And we're not going to do that today, but I am going to introduce you to a good friend of mine, Mary Welp. Um, and she's with Rise Hypnotic Meditation. And, you know, she is a craniosacral and hypnotherapist living in Louisville, Kentucky with her awesome husband, Jim. She's been in the private practice doing body work and hypnosis for over 20 years. She has worked with nonprofits involving returning soldiers from Iraq and Afghanistan, which is super close to my heart, as you all know, that really know me out there in my squad, as well as served on the board of Link Up, offering assistance to those who have dealt with clergy abuse and related trauma, which is another, um, let's say, issue that, that, that's kind of going in, on in this community, unfortunately. She's proud to tell you of her two children, Ben and Laura Rose, as well as her granddaughters, Jane and Mitty. She enjoys hiking, travel, and yoga. And I'm wearing my Rocky My Ashtanga yoga shirt for her today. Um, and she travels teaching RISE, which is an acronym uh, for something, and we're going to get in that to, in a little bit, but Mary travels teaching Rise Hypnotic Meditations throughout the country. And if you, we can set up, if you're interested in this, we can definitely set up a time for a warm introduction to Mary um, as well, so she can come out and teach your community. And she also has a book, which I'm going to do on my dime, a free book giveaway, but you have to listen to the end uh, to, to qualify for that drawing. So Mary, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Purple. Purple. It's been my favorite color since I was a child, but it's a certain type of purple. Mm. It's kind of a purpley pink. Okay. I love it. I love it. And it's definitely, your beautiful lady is definitely in your color wheel, uh, but it's also Red and blue, so it's royal and regal, just like my friend Mary Wolf. It's awesome. Yay. So, Mary, let's get into uh, people probably, uh, very few people, I would say, don't grow up, you know, most of them are astronauts, policemen, major league baseball players, you know, or whatnot. Uh, Most people don't grow up and say, I want to be, you know, working hypnotism or what we call it. What, What was the roots and kind of moving through life that got you there? 
Gosh, I'll try to make it a short story because it's a really <laughs> long one. But I was 40 before I realized my gifts and my talents. So and was last year. I, so you only got a year. <laughs> <You're so sweet. laughs> um, and I really had one of those um, come to Jesus moments where mm. I was walking depressive, I would call myself. I was getting my children out the door. I was getting my things done in life. But um my father had passed a few years before, and I really hadn't dealt with his grief. I was kind of told to just go back to my life and carry on. And I had a moment that really took me to my knees, and it was a moment of surrender. And I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost. I'm sad. I'm confused. I need yeah. help. And it came. You know, Within a very short amount of time, I was doing working in an alternative medical clinic, doing cranial sacral therapy and other types of body work. And so... Mm-hmm. As I surrendered to my life and stopped pushing my agenda, um, things started to come to me and people started to validate who I was and what my purpose here really is. And Mm. so from working in this alternative clinic where I got to work with many people that were dealing with a lot of different issues, you know, our clients teach us. And so I was doing the body work and body work encompasses the mind, the body and the spirit. So it it was helping me move more towards helping people mentally because I've realized that really we create our suffering. It's the way we think that creates our suffering and that there's things that we can do to shift our way of thinking. And so my clients were coming in saying, you know, my body feels better, but I need some boundaries with my children. They're walking all over me. Or I have a speech to give next week and I've never done that before. i you know, need help being able to stand up and really be in my skin mm-hmm. and and to perform in that kind of way. And and different things like that, that hypnosis, I realized, was more of an avenue for that. So I started combining the two therapies together with my clients. And I've been doing that for some time now. And then when the pandemic happened, it felt like a time for me to get this out into the world, that it was no longer just about one-on-one with people, but I feel like it's time now for all of us to realize how much we are acting out of our subconscious programming and out of our traumas. And if we can slow down a little bit and watch our thoughts and kind of steer them instead of letting them steer us, it can really give us a lot of safety and patience and comfort. Wow. And... So this practice really came from my patients, but when the acronym of RISE came together, which is the four steps of the practice, it was like, okay, I've got something here that I can really offer anybody, and anybody can do this. Um, There is some false ideas out there that hypnosis is a state where you are comatose and you can't respond and you're not present and you're out in the land somewhere, but that's really not at all true. Uh, Stage hypnotists and anyone who participates in that knows they are participating in a show. Okay. And so what I do is therapy. Okay. So it is not, it is very much, you're very much when they do brain scans of people under hypnosis, their mind is very active. Okay. Because it's working. It's following a scenario. It's, it's taking on suggestion. So, um, meditation has its wonderful benefits, sure. but when you add the hypnosis, you're kind of directing your mind on a problem. You're mm. asking for your energy to shift 
for whatever you need more of, better boundaries, more patience, less anger, sure. um, whatever you need in your life. And so, you know, our, our professional athletes and um, top executives have been doing this kind of work forever mm-hmm. um, and have had that available to them. But I would like to teach students and teachers and just everybody that they don't have to sit in, in these feelings, but that there are avenues um, to control our thoughts to make them happier. So with that being said, with, with, you know, being hypnotized, is it, does it stick? Meaning, because I've seen people that have went for smoking, you know, cessation, right. And it's worked for some. You know, and other people, but like, how, what is the premise of it? You take them into a state, but then you bring them out of it before they leave the office, but leave a little something programmed in there. Like, I'm just super curious. Sorry if I asked the question wrong. Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing I want to say is it, any level of relaxation is hypnosis. So when you're diving down, driving down the street and you miss your exit on the freeway, it's because you're in a hypnotic state. (laughs) Or how do you drive home? And not remember your and not drive, remember right? It. Right. So we are wow. constantly. Our body wow. craves this hypnotic state. Our body craves this um, singular way of thinking because we're so busy on our phones and we're you know trying to do multitask so much wow, that when yes. our mind is allowed to just slow down and focus on one thing, it loves it and it craves it and it goes towards it. So what I'm saying is, why not use that period of time to do something beneficial for yourself? Love you know, that. and whatever that is you need. And I think that's very individual for what we, what each person needs in the moment. Love it. And, and if you could kind of briefly break down the acronym of RISE, because I do want people mm-hmm. to actually talk to you. So I don't want to give them, you know, really too much, but a, a nice little bridge version, if you don't. Oh, mind. they can have it all. They can <laughs> have it all. Um, RISE stands for relax. So you do a progressive relaxation, Mm -hmm. you just kind of, and check in. When I first started doing uh, meditation, I had the false impression that you want to go out of your body up into the ethos and the heavens somewhere and bring your information (laughs) back down. And body work taught me that that's not how it works, that Mm. really our information and our programming is in our bodies. It's in our Mm. cells. It's in our tissue. It's in our DNA. Wow. So with this progressive relaxation, you're really asking your mind to focus inward mm. and cut off all the noise and the distraction from outside of yourself. Then I stands for imagine. You want to imagine a safe and a happy place for you. I love mm. places out in nature, like the beach or the woods or right. somewhere like that. But some people find themselves in their grandmother's attic or in a, a bedroom they had as a child mm. or somewhere else that they felt safe and happy. And the subconscious will take you where you need to go. So I mm. encourage people to, you can have an idea of where you, where you want to create and where you want to do this work, but your subconscious often goes where you need to go. Right. Then S stands for suggest and suggest is the part where you're planting the suggestion into the subconscious. So you are just suggesting to the subconscious How about I don't blow up when X, Y, or Z happens? Happens, How about if I have a different alternative strategy and creating that alternative strategy and and thinking about it and living it, feeling it in your body? If that person was to hit that button on me again, how could I do it differently? 
Love it. And really programming that in so we're not so quick to go to that old programming. Right. And then E stands for empower, which when you shift something, you want to feel the power of what you've done and the work you've done. So Harvard and Columbia University have both done studies that when you stand in the superhero pose for two minutes for 120 seconds, it changes you physiologically. You know, it lowers your cortisol, raises your testosterone. Yes. Yes. I love it. I, I stand that way. You know, I'm 6'1", I'm 260, I'm a big dude, I'm pretty well put together. When I go on stage, I actually use a trampoline on stage to get the, the crowd going. Because I you know, I tell them, hey, this is what I do every morning. It cleans out the lymphatic system. This is it. But the best part about it is I'm setting the tone because all their heads are going like this, right? <laughs> Watching me do it. When she gets out there, then I hop right off and I hit that pose. And I actually hit that pose for almost five minutes before I even go out. Because you're so right. It opens it up. It allows that energy in. You're the first person on the show that's actually has brought that up. But thank you for doing that. that, that yeah, cool. no. And I have I have found the same. And when I teach the workshop, I have people stand up and I time them for two minutes. And, you know, when you feel it in your body, it becomes real. You it don't does. ask anymore. It, 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 and it does. And if you, you stick to that, right, and just right. get it, it can actually chart changing things, for lack of a better word where it Absolutely. sticks. I, I love it. I love it. So what, when you were working in the craniosacral, it, does it kind of really kind of go hand in hand or do the people in the craniosacral go, what the heck are you doing? Just oh no, it's always with their permission and it's with, it's with whatever they want to target. Good, so yeah. they have to have something in mind that they want to shift. I'm not just mm. doing it just to do it. It's, it's purposeful. Mm. So I use this every day at the end of the day to kind of review my day. And yeah. when things went well, I'm yeah. like, okay, good. And empower those feelings. Right. And yeah. when I put my foot in my mouth or I hurt someone's feelings or I made a mistake, <laughs> right. you know, I try to reconcile it and I try mm. to, you know, do what I can for, to forgive myself sure. and also to reconcile that if someone else is involved. But right. I think so often we carry these things over day to day and they right. wound up. So it's, it's a tool for every day, but it's also, I've used it in a restaurant where I've gotten triggered before overhearing a conversation behind me that I was ready to turn around and give them peace of my mind, which it's not my place, not the right, you know, it's not, not my business, it's not. And I, so I went to the bathroom and I did my rise and kind of got myself regrounded again and was like, okay, I can, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion and move on. Right. And I love that you're saying that because you're so right. Like with Ashtanga yoga, I credit to really saving my life in a sense with regards to getting me more into a present moment. Not only did it alleviate my plantar fasciitis and all the neck problems I had through combat sports and military and stuff like that, but it really, the just getting into a state, if you will, like you had mm-hmm. talked about that meditative state where when I drive down the road now, because I practice three mornings a week, Right. And when I drive down the road and someone cuts me off, it's been years, Mary, since I've had a, what the are you doing, you know, or anything like yeah. that. You know, it's, yeah. and, and I'm a huge believer in that meditative state. I'm just not like the guy that likes to sit down and hum. And, and I've been taught also that you don't have to do that. And I'm hearing yeah. that with rise yeah. as well. I'm right. um, just curious with, with your techniques, is there sound music or is it just really your voice or well, how does that work? 
Well, if you're doing it for yourself, and I'm teaching this as a self-help technique, so people Beautiful. take it okay. on themselves okay. and do it for themselves. Yeah. I do encourage people at the beginning when they're training their mind to do this, to use a piece of music and that's repetitive because then yeah. your mind knows, okay, well, we're getting ready to do rise. You okay. know, or if you want to light a candle or you want to lay in a certain position yeah, or stage, be in a right? certain yeah. position. Right. So yeah. it, after you do it a couple of times in the same way, your body's like, OK, here we go. And then you can do it in the restaurant bathroom or in your car, sure. <laughs> like or, you said, yeah. you know, anywhere right. you need to. Yeah. Um, because you can get to the state very quickly. I can now drop down into that state very quickly um, because I've practiced it so much. Do you work with people one on one, Mary? Yes. Yes, okay, great. So when they, they come to you and you're starting to work with them, is there any like techniques or I don't want to call it secret sauce, but do you bring them right into the rise to find their blind spots or do, is there stuff that you maybe explore with them before you put them into the, the rise technique? Oh, definitely. We will talk about what their issues are and what they're facing. And then move from there. I also work with a lot of people um, that have medical problems. Okay. That we can take them back to a state when their body was working and functioning well Ooh. and bring that template forward. Wow. So there's a lot of different ways you can do this. But what I really like about it is the answers come from them. I'm not telling them their answers. I'm not right. telling them why their, their subconscious behaves this way. Right. Their subconscious will bring that up for them because our subconscious wants our healing. Right. It wants things to change. It wants us to be more flexible and more happy. Wow. So it will take off whatever layer needs to come off next if we can relax and just let those things come That's forward. Awesome. So and, and you can do it with somebody like me. I'm happy to guide people and I do a lot of guided meditations uh, doing rise. Mm -hmm. But you can also do it yourself, you know. Oh, wow. And I think um, if you have this in your pocket, it's something you'll have for the rest of your life. Right. That you can use now or as you change and different obstacles and boundaries come up, you can you can use it then. Love it. And I love it that it can be a self-use technique as well. And so when someone's coming into uh, maybe we're still in the discovery period with a you know a prospect mm -hmm. that is going to become a, a patient or a client, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I guess this is kind of, I guess I'd no, ask, no. what if they would ask how simple it is? Because it's really very simple. Love and, it. And, and I love it. And people try to make this complicated. Yes. They try to make it um, scary. Right. Because they see all the people on stage that's done that. crazy You know, stuff. the movies have done Yeah, yeah. It, you know, okay. so, but it's not that at all. It's really just getting in touch with your true feelings and your true programming. Wow. And some people ha are acting out of things that have happened a long time ago or out sure. of things that happened with their family. There's wow. a funny story called the ham story. Mm -hmm. And a woman is making a ham one night and she cuts the two ends of the ham off, and wraps it in foil and puts it in the oven. And her husband says, well, why did you cut? the two ends off of the ham and wrap it in foil and then put it in the oven. And she said, I don't know. That's just how my mother always did it. So she goes back to her mother and says, mom, why do you cut the two ends off of the ham and wrap it in foil before you put it in the oven? And she oh. said, I don't know. That's how my mother always did. It. Mm. So she goes back to her grandmother and says, granny, how can you cut the two ends off of the ham and wrap it in foil before you put it in the oven? And the grandmother said, well, because that's the size that my oven was. 
<laughs> that's that such a lesson in there too. Wow. Wow. And no I think one... there's a lot of little things like that that yeah. we do and that we picked up. Yeah. And that, you know, some are useful and some are, you know, really beneficial for us, but some things aren't. And some things that used to be beneficial for us in our 20s or our 30s may not be as beneficial to us when we're in our 50s and our 60s. Absolutely. Right. So to be flexible and to change and be open to, okay, I, I, I'm i ready to change this. I'm ready to shift this energy or this focus that I've had. Love that. So have you seen... The movie Back to the Future? Yes. Okay, let's get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the... You, you, you kind of shared your age with me because I'm doing the math, okay? But yeah. Uh, yeah going I'll there, do. but let, let's go back to the 22, the double deuce, the 22-year-old Mary. Okay. What kind of knowledge nuggets might you drop on her? Not so much to change anything because you, you've lived a pretty stellar life, okay? But, like, but maybe help her blast through, level up, or maybe shorten the learning curve of life a little bit? I would tell the 22-year-old Mary to stop pushing, to just relax and to let life unfold before her and let things progress as they're supposed to progress. Because when I was 22, I thought I knew it all. I thought that, you know, I get to this adult (laughs) stage and everything (laughs) smooths out. There's no more hills or obstacles anymore. You know, I had all these false illusions about what being an adult was. I was a bit full of myself, but I also would get an idea or a plan. And that's what would happen, whether it was good for me or not, or whether it was good for the people around me or not. Wow. Because I felt like I had to lead my life. I had to make my life something instead of just relaxing and letting life come to me. And when I started to relax and let things come to me. It was so much more profound and true right. to who I am. It's funny you say that because when I really learned to relax, you know, I would always say need, you know, before. Now it's like my wants, you know, yeah. it, it, and that includes wanting to service people, wanting to treat yeah. my lady the best that I can, wanting. Yeah. It's just once I started relaxing, the needs went away. They just became met, if that makes sense. A little Absolutely. bit, right? They yeah, just were met. I mean, there was just like skin. a bills are paid. Things so it's just it was it, what, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, Mary, how do you want your dash remember that little line in between your incarnation date, your expiration date, life date, and death date? Hopefully, it's way down the line. But how does Mary want her dash remember? It was funny. You asked that. My son sent me a couple of snaps uh, last night of my two granddaughters, and they were holding my book. And one is four and one's in a year and a half. So neither one of them could read it. But they both were sitting there with my book in their laps looking at it. And I thought, if that's all they know me for, I'm really proud of that. If all they know is grandma made rise, then that makes me really, really happy. What I'm hearing here is that like you're living a life of intention, not attention, right? That you're living a life of purpose and not so much legacy. I mean, if your legacy is in something that literally came from your body on down, you're happy. And that, that makes me happy to hear you say that. that. That's beautiful. So, Mary, what do you think people might misunderstand about you the most? Um, well, that this is hard or scary. Mm-hmm. Um, or that I'm unapproachable, maybe. Okay. Um, 
I think this is a practice that people are leery of. I think the two words hypnotic and meditation have a lot of baggage associated with it both does. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope people will come back and listen to what we're going to record with the rise uh, meditations because then they're going to realize and they're going to feel it in their own body. So it's just like anything, like getting a massage or doing a workout or anything. You can tell somebody what they're going to feel, what's going to happen. But when they feel it in their own body and when they have a shift for themselves, then it's real. And then it's, then they know, oh, okay, I can do this. This is not hard. And I'm creating this for everybody. You right. don't have to have a history with hypnosis. You do not have to have a history with meditation. And you can still do this practice. That's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm just having these names come to mind that I've written down that I have to introduce you to. <laughs> you know, oh, it, it comes through. You know, I'm blessed to, to be able to coach some major league baseball players and, and some celebrities and stuff like that. So I'm just thinking, wow, this could really help level them up as well. So... Mm-hmm. What, if anything, keeps you up at night? Um, I guess probably worrying about my family sometimes. I hear you. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's just that love yeah. that you want them to be That's safe and secure and happy. And there's Thank been you. a lot of flu and colds and COVID yeah. around. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't like to say worry because I don't really right. want it to be a worry because that puts a burden on someone it's else. Concern. You can it's work concern. with concerns. It's concern. It's yeah. concern. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it keeps me up, but that's probably what um, my most worryful thinking might be sitting on top of that that, That that, that area. I feel you. I feel you. So, Mary, without saying your phone or your computer, which I'm I'm sure you could live without it, but but and so could I. What are three things Mary can't live without? (laughs) My dog, Bailey. Yay, Bailey. Um, I can live without it, but it wouldn't be a happy without dark chocolate. Mm. (laughs) And, um, and my self-care. I've made self-care really important in the last few years. And it's something I'm not willing to give up anymore. Um, Good for you. My yoga time, my alone time. Mm -hmm. I don't get alone time. I get crabby. So I make sure I get some alone time. Me too. Um, and, you know, some nice bubble baths now and then. But I, I make sure that I take care of myself because I've realized that when I do that, I'm a much happier person to be around. And um, and life's just happier. Love it. I love it. Time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad, we are back. And Mary, I know that we're going to meet in the flesh one time. And we can have a nice, fun discussion. Um, and probably maybe discuss some of these questions and take 10, 15, 20 minutes to talk on them. But on the leveling up lightning round, you got five seconds with no explanations. You ready to level up? And they can all be done that way, I promise. Okay. Ready? All right. Okay. Mary, what is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Love yourself. Beautiful. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Yoga. Here we go. You are like brother and sister from different mistas. I'm telling you right now. So you see me walking down the street or into a room. You're like, Fergie, man, he looks like he's in his doldrums just a little bit. You know, other than Rise, your book, what book might you hand me to level me up? Um, A book called uh, from Carolyn Mace called Anatomy of the Spirit. Beautiful. And it talks about. Yeah. Donnie, put that in the show notes. Okay, thank you. 
Awesome. What's your most commonly used emoji when you text? Exclamation point. Yay. Chess, checkers, or Monopoly? Checkers. Me too. We are like, oh my gosh. Nicknames growing up? Missy. Missy, love it. Uh, Go-to ice cream flavor? Uh, Mint chocolate chip. Awesome. There's a... There's a sandwich called the Missy Welp. Build that sandwich for me. Oh, it has um, a piece of roast beef, a piece of turkey, Mm. lettuce, tomato, and horseradish mayonnaise on a roll of some kind. Amazing. Sounds really good. (laughs) Favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Um, Dare to Care. It's a Oh, Dare to Care. Beautiful. Beautiful. Make sure that gets in show notes. Thank you. Awesome. And last question. You can elaborate on this one a little bit, Mary, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 70s. Yeah? Because I know all the words. <laughs> they could write songs in the 70s, man. It's like my mom passed on about three years ago. And so even when I'm going through show notes or even writing my book or whatnot, I've, I have the 70s on in the back because it puts me into that state. Yeah. Of just chill in the 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 artists back then wrote just magnificent songs. I don't care if it was the Eagles, or I don't care if it was Donna Summer or or you know Jim Croce. I mean the 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 lyrics mean something yeah. to me within yeah. that era. I'm an '80s baby. I'm 50 years old, so the '80s was kind of my jam, and so much happened. But the '70s and '80s are my two, right? So that that's beautiful. So Mary, how can we find you, my friend? Uh, the best place would probably be the website, which is okay. risehypnoticmeditation.com. Okay. And on the website, there are testimonials and also videos. So there's um, a guided hypno- guided meditation for guilt, one for patience, um, a couple, I think, for peace, mm-hmm. and some also some explanations why Rise works and a few other nuts and bolts pieces are on the website. Beautiful. I also have an Instagram account. It's also under Rise Hypnotic Meditation. Excellent. All of those will be in the show notes. Uh, but let's dig into um, Rise. Uh, you have a fantastic book. It was published, I believe, in early 2022. That's right. Last right? February. Okay. So let's uh, let, let's dig into that because I know you found a need through COVID with with it as well. But let's, let's dig into what can uh, an abridged version, a really, really abridged version of what people can expect um, out of the book. Right. Well, the book will um, tell you why rise is important. It will tell you um, why, how our conscious and subconscious minds work. Mm. So why we react and act the way we, that we do. And it will explain the four steps and how to do them. And Mm. then in the back, there's 25 or 30 different suggested meditations. So there's Mm. rise for anger, rise for grief, rise for stage fright, rise for surgery, Wow. For self-esteem, for bad habits, for childbirth, for smoking, for health problems, such and on and on and on. So it just—they're meant to be springboards to give people yeah. ideas on how to create their perfect scenario to get them in the headspace they want to get into. Well, and, and it's twenty bucks, and even if you wanted to go the Kindle route, it's eight dollars. I mean, you're giving a ton, in, in basically a way for what you're able to do for people if people are willing to teach themselves in a sense but we want to get people also to to get a hold of you you know as well so squad i'm going to do um make it easy just put rise up 
and and put that in the first one to put that in I don't care if it's Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever that you go for social and you're hearing this, if you put in Rise Up, Time to Shine Today will personally get a book uh, for you from Mary. And hopefully Mary may maybe sign it for us, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Um, Love you to. take care of the postage. If not, I, I can vend maybe Absolutely. the postage for that. But that's Happy what I would like that. to do. This is fantastic. And Mary, do me one last solid and leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize and take action on. I'd like you to consider the idea that our brain's prime directive is safety. So whenever you walk into a room or run into a situation, your brain is going to go to safety, not to uh, happiness, not mm. to success, um, not to peace. It's going to go to safety. So kind of look at how you react through that lens and see if it's really how you want to be acting out. Wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and squad, we basically we got like a free masterclass. She gave us so much today, my good friend Mary Well. You know, she was a walking depressive. You know, father passed away. She tried to carry on, but she really didn't find her footing to really level up until she surrendered. You know, and that's what she did. You know, and she reminds us that a good practitioner knows that the client teaches them. Okay, that's that's talking about setting that ego to the side. Knowing she's got what it takes to help them, but she's willing to learn even when she's helping people level up their mind, body, and spirit. She reminded us that we create our own suffering and her rise technique helps shift your way of thinking to the happiness, to more comfort, to abundance. You know, she said we, we often act out of our subconscious programming and traumas, and she will help you steer those thoughts instead of being steered. You know, again, she mentioned that we we look for for the the things we're afraid of, but she can help steer that to safety and comfort. And this is what she's doing is not a show that you saw on stage. It's a form of therapy in that she can take you and and really help you level up your life. And she reminds us that any level of relaxing is hypnosis. And I, that's something that was new to me, but it acts absolutely makes sense. And her RISE acronym, RELAX, you know, start with the R, RELAX, which is focusing inward. We start to focus inward. Imagine, you know, go to that safe and happy place. It doesn't matter. It could be me when I was thinking of it. was watching my dad play softball on a softball field in Heinz Park in Plymouth, Michigan. That is like my happy place. You know, and S is suggest when you're planning suggestions into that subconscious part of your mind and empower, feel the work you have done and, and really work to level it up. Because your subconscious reminds us, wants healing, change, be flexible and happy. Rise will help with that. She would tell her younger self and anybody out there that's maybe listening to stop pushing, relax, and let life unfold before her. And if you're really stumped, if you can check that ego, and if you're really stumped, get your asking gear. Ask people like Mary, and she can help you get there. She's planting trees that she's never really going to sit in the shade of. And she says that with the, the look in her eyes and the sound of her voice when she's talking about her grandbabies, holding her book, and she's doing things for the intention, not the attention. You know, and then her prime, reminds us that our prime directive is safety. And it's not happiness or abundance. And, you know, she wants you to really observe how you react and respond to situations that take it back to happiness. And, you know, Mary said that, you know, she heard something that, you know, kind of 
irked her a little bit, pushed her the wrong way, but she could go and use that technique in a restroom and come back and enjoy your meal. And that's just fantastic. Mary levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's humble, yet she's hungry. She's there for us. She levels us up. Thank you so, so much for coming on, Mary. Absolutely love your guts. Thank you. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. We'll chat soon. Great. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.